0: From inside Memorial Stadium, this is the Huskers Radio Network Podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome into the Huskers Radio Network Podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie. We have got a big, big day of hoops headed your way on Sunday for both Nebraska women's basketball and Nebraska men's basketball. Nebraska women's basketball will be on the road at number twenty. Maryland and Nebraska men's hoops will take on number seven Creighton so we thought we'd get you set for both of those matchups with previews from Matt Cotney and Kent Pavelka and we start with KP well a big one coming up on Sunday for Nebraska men's basketball number seven Creighton and to uh, help us preview that one we welcome in the voice of Nebraska men's basketball Kent Pavelka. Kent thanks for joining us before we talk anything on Creighton we have to go back to that last one how about Casey Tominaga and the way he played uh, the other night.
1: Wasn't that fun? Yeah, twenty twenty three points uh, equals his career high, and he's just been a treat all year long, you know. But especially, yeah, in that uh, in that win over BC, um, you know, you, you before the season started, you wondered how much he he would help. You knew he 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 would help to some degree, but I think he's been maybe well along with the address. You know, as Derek Walker's come back that. Uh, I think he's been the surprise of the season so far, really. Even you, you know, Derek's thing is different. He just wasn't here for five games, but um, he's averaging almost twelve points a game. Um, you know, shooting forty-one percent on threes, and there isn't anybody on that team that lights the crowd up like he does.
0: <laughs> right? I think it's so funny too. Every time it leaves his hands, everybody thinks it's going in, and when it, it doesn't, it, everybody's like, "Oh, like you expect it to go <laughs> in every time it, le- it you leave it." Uh, the ball leaves his hands.
1: Yeah, you talk about a three-point specialist. That's uh, you look it up in the dictionary. There's case right?
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Well, um, you know, the coach speak, and for every team, every sporting team is always about stacking days, right? And this team has put together two pretty good performances going into this game at Creighton.
1: Absolutely. You know, the win over Florida State was was. Uh... You know, it it, it gave you renewed uh, energy and confidence, I I think, uh, for the team and the fan base. You know, Florida State played uh, Purdue really tough uh, in Tallahassee on Wednesday night. They did lose by 10, and then they went over BYU, so you got two in a row here. But to be fair, you're talking about jumping up a notch in terms of competition in this game on Sunday against Creighton. They're really good. They really are.
0: Yeah, what have you seen from them? They, they lost last night to Texas, didn't shoot it well, but what have you seen out of the number 7 team in the nation so far as you, you prep for this one?
1: Well, I think the thing that stands out the most to me, and it's no surprise, but when you watch it, it's uh, awfully impressive, is that uh, they've got five guys on the floor that can score. I mean, you know, you can't play off anybody. And that's um, going to be, you know, that, that's going to present problems. Uh, Nemhard uh, is just a uh, really tr- superlative point guard. Alexander, the two guard. McDermott says he's the most improved player on the team this year. And then you've got Kalkbrenner, who, you know, at 7 1, he just doesn't miss. He's shooting 78%. Uh, Kaluma, you know, kind of the classic power forward. Um, you know, and they're all in double figures. And then Shireman, they add Shireman to the mix. And he missed his first nine threes last night. You know, if he has even close to what he has as a normal night shooting the ball, Creighton wins that game. So uh, they've lost two in a row to uh, top ten teams, and I don't think they'll be a real pleasant in a real pleasant mood on Sunday. I don't think Texas did Nebraska any favors.
0: Hey, you've obviously called a lot of games in this rivalry, and you know these teams really well, these programs. What has Greg McDermott done that's allowed for him to build the kind of program that he has there at Creighton?
1: Well, you know, he's in his 13th season, and so his longevity has served him well. I mean, he has had time to to build that program and, and, you know, he's, he's, he's gotten it to a level with recruits that, you know, that's what you want is he's able to attract high level kids. And, you know, to me, Jessica, that's, that's what it's all about in in sports, college sports, pro sports, you know, uh, little league. It's about, it's about players, you know, I mean, everybody can coach a little bit, but Usually, um, the difference in, in success and non-success is, is how good your players are. It's, it's that simple, in my view. Well, what, He's got good players. He's got great players. They, they, you know, um, Jay Billis uh, has said on a number of occasions they're a Final Four caliber team.
0: Wow. Well, What, what will it take for Nebraska to maybe go in there and, and pull the upset on Sunday?
1: Well, I think a number of things. They're going to have to figure out how to defend those guys. Uh, you know, uh, first first of all, the,
2: uh,
1: Creighton cannot turn it around 180 degrees from shooting it from three. I mean, they were four for 27 uh, against Texas. And, you know, I, it's just uh, almost predictable every year, you know, uh, uh, somebody from Creighton that doesn't shoot it very well shoots it well. <laughs> but, you know, so sure, you know, and Shire, and they, but they don't have anybody like that on their team this year that plays. It's just that the guys that normally shoot it well – did not necessarily against Texas. So they can't have their best night shooting it. Um, And on the other hand, Nebraska has to have some semblance of of shooting it from three like they had against, uh, against BC the other night. Um, And then, uh, you know, just all, all of the above can't turn it over. Can't give them fast break points. Uh, But I I just think it's going to be a tough night, uh, a tough proposition to defend this team, this Creighton team.
0: Well, every night so far this season, or almost every night so far this season, we've seen somebody different emerge as the leading scorer. Who's your key player? Who do you think it needs to be the guy that leads the way on Sunday?
1: Mm, that's a good That's a good question. Um, I don't know. You know, it's like I don't know if I want to answer that question. <laughs> I, I don't think that's – <laughs> I don't know that that is the question. You know, uh, it's like, you know, you, you look at the – the rosters and who's going to be on the floor and you can look at all the Nebraska starters and say well Sam has got to be able to, to you know have some success guarding Nemhardt and that's you know uh, Nemhardt's about one of the best in the business and uh, you know so you start at point guard uh, I think Bandommel is a good matchup against Trey Alexander Walker uh, is he going to need help with Kalkbrenner? you know that's seven1 against six eight um so that'll be key how much you know what what can Derek get done defensively and offensively against Colt it um you know cj's got to shoot it down tomonaga's got to shoot it down juan gary's got to you know battle with uh, kaluma and be the sh- toughest guy on the floor and then shireman can't kill him so i mean that doesn't that doesn't answer your question directly but that's what's on my mind about what has to happen
0: basically everybody is going to be all hands on deck to pull this one off on sunday Kent, appreciate your time so much i appreciate it again Three thirty tip coming up on sunday at creighton and uh, kent and jake milhuysen will be on the call starting at 2 30 with the pregame game coverage kent thank you so much
1: you bet jessica you have a good weekend
0: all right, let's talk some women's hoops now. And had a tough one last night in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech, the number ninth ranked team in the country, Huskers fall 85-54. to 54, But right back at it on the road with another tough one, number 20 Maryland on Sunday at noon. So we welcome in a voice of Husker women's basketball, Matt Coatney. Well, you just heard me say it, Coat. That was a really good basketball team that Nebraska faced last night.
2: Yeah, you know, and I really think they might be the best team in the ACC, Jessica, it's really between them, North Carolina State, North Carolina, and Virginia Tech. But, you know, Kenny Brooks has brought in some great transfers. Ashley Owusu from Maryland, two-time Big Ten tournament MVP. Taylor Sowell from Boston College, who was just so dynamic. Georgia Amore had a career game, the first triple-double in school history, but it all starts with Elizabeth Kitley, the acc reigning Big Ten Player of the Year. She just tough to stop on the inside. She had another double-double, her sixth in a row. And, you know, Nebraska's got some limited numbers now without Sam Ivey. And then Trinity Brady went out early last night. So, road game against a team with high purpose, undefeated, and ranked ninth. And Virginia Tech certainly look like a team that's going to go far in the NCAA tournament this year.
0: You guys stayed on the road. What's the schedule like for this team?
2: Well, you know, the conference schedule came out and had Nebraska at Maryland on Sunday to start Big Ten play and then the ACC Big Ten uh, challenge came out the last one they'll ever have and you know Nebraska could have been at home on a Wednesday night but it was on the road on a Thursday so the decision was made uh, we're already out on in the eastern time zone so let's just go directly from Blacksburg to College Park team practice practiced today at Maryland in their practice gym and um, then tomorrow they'll also do the same thing and then play at uh, noon central on Sunday and there's a little bit of time for the players to get a tour of the sites of Washington D.C. so that's pretty good for the team Um, but you know in terms of logistics it made a lot more sense to stay out here after the Virginia Tech game.
0: Well tell us about Maryland what have you seen out of them I know you've uh, already been doing a deep dive getting ready for this one on Sunday.
2: You know what's really interesting about Maryland? Every time we play Brenda Freeze, she's going after a milestone win. This is the third time in the last five years she's going after a milestone win. She's going after her 600th uh, career win at Maryland wow. on Sunday. She's got career win 500 and, and career win 500 at Maryland against Nebraska uh, You know, in the last five years. They've lost a ton of players, but wow, has she replaced them. Diamond Miller is the key part of who they have. One of the best players in the nation. She is a uh, stretch four, but she can handle it like a guard, can invert to the block, can hit the three. Dynamic defensive player. Cheyenne Sellers was a candidate along with Alexis Markowski for Big Ten Freshman of the Year last year. She has really developed into a really good player for them. And then they've signed a couple of transfers Lavender Briggs out of Florida. Has come in to really solidify, um, a, a couple of their positions. Abby Myers out of Princeton, and Princeton was a very good team last year has come in and, then, um, filled in with some other positions. And you look up in Maryland went to number seven Notre Dame last night in the ACC Big Ben Challenge and knocked off number seven Notre Dame. And so that's a solid win for Maryland. They've got UConn coming up next Sunday. So again, Maryland is, the, the team everybody's been chasing since they came in the Big Ten and while Ohio State and Iowa passed them last year this sure looks like another Maryland team that is primed for a deep run in the NCAA tournament and certainly will contend for the Big Ten title and while some of the names won't be familiar to you, trust me Diamond Miller and Cheyenne Sellers, Faith Masonas are still there and they're a very, very very tough team to deal with
0: Nebraska has been very good at home and they've, they've done what they needed to do to, to protect home court, but they've struggled at, at getting some key road wins. What is it going to take for this team to find a way to steal a few of these road games, some big road, road wins on the road?
2: A couple of things there. Let's not forget the loss at Creighton was to a top 15 team now that went to the Elite Eight last year. There's no shame in that. The loss last night was to the ninth-ranked team in the country who's undefeated and had right. the ACC Player of the Year. The, the loss at Drake, I think what was disappointing there was the margin and how it got away from Nebraska. Drake's a very good team. Lots of teams are going to lose to Drake and Des Moines. But I think getting Sam Hyde back at some point, Jessica, is tatted about for Nebraska to have the kinds of players who know how to win road games against good teams. And it starts with defensive communication. When Sam Hivey's on the floor, Nebraska is a better team because they don't break down defensively as much because her communication is so good. And offensively, you know, everything revolves around Sam when she's out there. She makes everybody better. You know, you can see it sometimes where Jazz Shelly will throw a pass and she's expecting Sam Hivey to be there and it's not. So I think getting Sam Hivey back makes this team a completely different team especially if you're playing a road game against the top 20 team on the road. I, I think that's the main thing Nebraska needs.
0: All right, Matt Coatney, appreciate your time, and we'll look forward to the call with uh, Jeff Grish coming up. Again, tip-off at noon, but they will have the uh, pregame show starting at 11.45 on Sunday. Thanks, Coat.
2: Hey, thanks, Yes, Good luck.
0: Thanks so much to both Matt Cotney and Kent Pavelka for joining us here on this episode of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss an episode right here on the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cooney. Thanks so much for listening.